What's going on, guys? It's Jake Stevens, and this is episode number four. Brett Favre of Catching Fire, and uh, another special guest with me today. I'm excited to bring you guys another banger of an episode. This guest um, is Trey Bonham. For those of you who don't know, was a teammate of mine at VMI, uh, was there for two years, and is now at the University of Florida, um, where he's you know doing doing really well and thriving. Um, and it's just awesome to kind of talk to him as he's, you know, taking on this new challenge in his life. Uh, so I'm excited to bring this one to you guys. As always, if you have any questions, comments, anything like that, please drop them on my socials at JakeSteven0. Uh, leave us a five star on this episode. Give us a uh, subscribe and uh, let me know if you want to hear anything in the upcoming episodes. So without further ado, here is the Trey Bonham interview. All right. Our guest today was the... 2020 Coastal Region Player of the Year and his high school second leading scorer uh, moves on then to go to VMI where he earns a spot on the all SOCON freshman team averaging over eight points a game. Uh, then the next year jumps up to 13 points a game as a sophomore um, and I believe was snubbed off of the on-conference teams. Um, we'll get into that as well and now resides in Gainesville playing for the Florida Gators. Everybody, please help me in welcoming Trey Bonham. Trey, what's happening? Not much, man. Just chilling. How about you? Chilling, man. Chilling. Enjoying, enjoying some nice weather. And, you know, summer's coming to an end, dude. It stinks. Yeah. But it's, cool. almost, it's almost the best time of year, though. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You got to have school to, to play hoops. So we'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, so, Trey, like looking at your high school uh, – you know, accolades and everything, obviously a very successful career. What kind of led you towards VMI? Yeah, so one thing, I'm the leading scorer in school's history. That oh, was really? A, yeah, VMI okay. got that messed up. <laughs> but yeah, uh, nah, uh, coming out of high school, I, I had a couple offers like early, like sophomore, junior year, mm-hmm. but like coaches got fired. And it was just a lot of moving pieces going on. And then, so at the beginning of my senior year, VMI was like the only real offer I had. And I didn't want to like wait out and just kind of be hoping to get something at the end of my senior year or during my senior year. So I just took what I had and then. And I knew VMI had a reputation of like freshmen playing. Like the year before uh, Travis Evie, he was freshman, uh, one freshman of the year in the SOCON. So I knew they had that reputation of you're going to have a chance to play. So I thought it would be a good opportunity for me. Yeah, VMI has done a, a great job developing players, and I'm sure they'll continue to do that because um, they, you know, it's just a yearly thing at this point. Every We get at least one freshman on there every year. So <laughs> yeah. um, they continue to do that. So the one, the big game I wanted to talk about with you was, uh, or the big time was, your freshman year in that tournament that we were in, because that was probably like peak basketball. Like we were hooping. <laughs> so take me back to the Furman game in the tournament freshman year. One of your better games as a freshman year, 14 points, five of seven shooting. So just like how much fun was that game? Yeah, that was I still tell people about that game to this day. Like that's the craziest game I've ever been a part of. <laughs> we were we was down with like 15 or something at least yeah (laughs) in the second half like late in the second half we just had a flurry of points at the last second but and then we took it to ot 
Now, AP had the shot at the end of regulation. Thought it, everybody thought it was good. <laughs> but, yeah, that's definitely the most exciting game I've been a part of. Yeah. I was nervous, you know, being, you know, win or go home at that point. But, I mean, I had good good leaders in front of me, good senior group had my yeah. back. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that game was crazy. And then the, the worst part was – you know, we were so gassed, just I think emotionally. And we go into the next game playing Mercer, who's a very good team, and we just you know run out of gas, right? Yeah, that that, and then we was playing like probably six, seven people most at that mm. time. We wasn't really deep that year, so yeah, we we were definitely gassed. I know you and AP was playing. Yeah. Then what y'all played? Uh, forty five the game before. Yeah, I think we played forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, our two leading scorers just played 45 minutes literally the day before. So, yeah, yeah that was going to be Conference tournament time, dude, that's a different type of basketball. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. You just got to be so prepared. You know, shout yeah, out to almost Mercer. like AAU. Yeah, exactly. Because, like I said, shout out to Mercer because they were the seventh seed, played in the playing game and make it all the way to the tournament for running out of gas. But that is a different animal in March. Um, yeah. So then, obviously, have a great freshman year. You make all-conference team. Have a great run in the tournament. Um, but then that summer, we kind of knew, hey, Trayvon, you're going to have to take a big step for us. AP's leaving. Um, you know, you're going to have the ball in your hands. What was your mentality that summer, and how were you able to stay focused? Yeah, so going into that summer, like you said, I knew I, knew I had a chance to be the starting point guard. So just, I was really, and I mean, like freshman, I knew, like I said, freshmen have a chance to play. And I knew mm-hmm. we had, we brought in two other guards that was about the same height as me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I need to make sure I'm, you know, doing every little thing I can to separate myself from the freshmen. And I knew I had a little advantage over them just knowing the offense and stuff. So. But other than that, like, I, I felt like I was ready coming off my freshman year. Um, the experience I got played a lot of minutes. So I, I felt like I was ready coming into my sophomore year, anxious to just get started for real. Yeah. Like, you were able to use that summer as such a big jumping off point because, like I said, I think you increased, uh, you know, in you know, almost four or five points a game. Um, and one offseason, which is, is huge in college basketball. So uh, credit to you for that one. Um, what what about like mentally, like how were you able to, you know, stay so focused? Because that's that's a big you know, offseason is a pretty long time without playing basketball. So like, how were you able to mentally just lock in for so long? Yeah. And like talking about mental, like this past year was definitely the hardest, like, mental mental side of basketball I ever had because it was a lot of ups and downs so like I know like in that summer I was really it's really cool because you know we kind of away from the military part so I was really the summer part was actually cool for me I wasn't I was just hooping you know we just hoop go home but um another thing was like I had a transition because the year before I was more like playing the two almost with AP Mm -hmm. there so transitioning back into that point guard mindset, like setting up my teammates was a big thing for me. And Coach Earl was on me constantly about that. But yeah, the up, ups and downs I had throughout the year was like, I remember texting paragraphs to my high school coaches 
like just mad because like I started slow so I knew I could play better like I knew I had that right in me but it just wasn't coming out but it came throughout like later on in the year so yeah that mental side it was really just praying and just talking to like the people that was close to me around the basketball world so that kind of kept me focused yeah one of the biggest things like I've realized is your your life doesn't really change as much at least from my perspective and I'm 22 years old so like what do I know but you know your life doesn't change as much when you are that guy like you know I'm as a junior I was you know third team all conference or whatever but it didn't really like hit me until I started acting like I was that guy like the next year you got to really tell yourself and be like yo I'm like let's go like you can play better like hold yourself to a higher standard you kind of see that same thing yeah and that that was another thing I learned throughout the year is like confidence because at the beginning of the year I wasn't playing with any confidence like I knew I was good but I was kind of just I was just hesitant about everything I was doing. Mm-hmm. I was kind of questioning myself. But towards the end of the year, like, I'm I'm telling myself, like, whoever's in front of me, like, cannot guard me. Yeah. So that, that was, yeah, that mindset and having confidence, and it's a thin line between, you know, being, you know, cocky and overly confident. Right. But, yeah, that's definitely a big thing in college basketball is just confidence. And having, and having so many people around you, like you say, it's great to keep in touch with your high school coach, but, like, your assistant coaches, everybody, even your teammates, we all believed in you and everybody believed in me. Like, I don't know, we just had such a good, um, you know, thing go on there for us that it just really allowed us to get the best out of everybody. I feel like that's something we've always done well. Um, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. So then, you know, you go through, like you said, ups and downs of your sophomore year. And then we, we are on pace to finish in the three seed kind of things, you know, get a little derailed at the end of the season, have a have a late season injury, um, and we fall to the fifth seed. Uh, not a huge difference, but, you know, finishing three would have been something, I don't know how long it's been since VMI would have, would have done that. But we're the fifth seed, we're going to the tournament, we're playing Wofford. What's kind of going through your mind entering that game? Because I want to get into this one a little more too. <laughs> yeah, this game gave me nightmares, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I think we was definitely the better team that year going into the game. I felt pretty confident about the game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had a I had a positive outlook on the game going into it, but you know it didn't go our way at the end. Yeah, but. no, definitely. You know, shout out to Wofford because they're they're tough team year in and year out. Um, but no, I definitely you know you never go into a game expecting to lose, so we were definitely confident in that. Um, but they just hit some big shots, and I think we hit big shots. And then down the stretch, obviously things don't go our way. We get a bad break. I don't know where you fouled. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, sh- I definitely, I, I definitely should have kept on to the ball. You know, I still think about that to this day. But yeah. That, what, I- what are you thinking, like in the locker room after the game? Like, are you mad at yourself or are you mad at the refs? Where's kind of going through your mind? I was definitely mad at myself. I cause I'm the person like I never I never wanna say my fate is in somebody else's hands. Mm-hmm. Like I'm never gonna really blame it on the refs. Like it's always something I could have did different. So yeah, I'm I'm big on that. But yeah, then I had the last second shot at the end of the game too that I shot after the buzzer made it, but shot after the buzzer. So should have kicked me in the corner, but we're gonna go. <laughs> 
No, but for those yeah, people who don't know Trey, uh, for those people who don't know Trey, you know, late game, you know, a tough out of bounds play and, you know, a bang bang call, we end up, you know, turning the ball over. For anybody that don't know, that's what we're talking about. Um, but it just, it was kind of a sour ending to a, to a really good season otherwise, because we just kind of, you know, the wheels kind of fell off on us. Uh, but otherwise, we had such a great year. Um, you know, how would you, how would you characterize that, that last year? Yeah, it was special for sure. And definitely, like I just said, like the ups and downs personally I went through and even as a team, like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we was like, we would win four games in a row, lose three games in a row, win four games. So it was, it was just an up and down year. And I felt like towards the end, like we, we definitely could have had something special, but you know, injuries or whatever kind of hindered that, but it was a special group. My, I, I think everybody on that team, I'm gonna talk to thirty years from now. Yeah, so. no, that was we're such a tight group of guys. That was kind of the coolest thing that I realized was like it's just a special group of people to be with. Um, so I think one day, like looking back on it, there'll be a, a crazy thirty for thirty on a, on our time at VMI. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, they got. I think that something. would make for a good movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so like we said, you know, the season comes to a crazy ending for us. Uh, we did make it to postseason play, which was fun. We got to go to the CBI um, and play a little bit down there. Um, so now, you know, we get down to the CBI, we lose the game, unfortunately. Um, and then a ton of unforeseen circumstances ensue. Um, like we said, that would that would make for a really good uh, thirty for thirty or something like that one day. Uh, but now, like, talk to me a little bit about your portal experience because I know mine was crazy. Yeah, mine was crazy, not as crazy as yours, I'm sure. But yeah, I heard from a, a lot of different schools, and it was weird because I don't think schools really know like knew where I was going to end up. Like, I was mm-hmm. I was hearing from JUCOs. And then of course I'm at Florida now, so like <laughs> it was like it was this weird range of schools, like everything in between. So I, I, my phone was blowing up. It was, it was, yeah, it was a crazy what three, four days. I was yeah. so ready to get it over with. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what everybody has said since you know that I've talked to. It's just like, man, I can't wait till this is over. But how crazy was it for you? Uh, you know, getting a call from Florida because I'm sure as a Alabama kid, you know, you grow up and that's that's a great school. That's pretty close by, I would imagine. So what was that call like? Yeah, so, you know, I, like I was hearing from a bunch of schools, but Florida hit me up and I immediately, like, I, my, like my heart lit up. Like, I was so ready. <laughs> like, I, I literally would have committed right then. You know, <laughs> like you said, being from Bama, it's only, well, where I'm from, it's only like five hours away. Um, So, yeah, like, SEC, that was, that was right? a blessing. Yeah, SEC. You know, that's always a dream being from the South. So, yeah, it was yeah, crazy. I mean, yeah, it is, it's really crazy, um, you know, just seeing how much you've grown over the years. Because, like you said, you come into VMI and, you know, not many other choices. And then you get there and you just prosper. And now, now you're on the great things of Florida. What, um, you know, aside from the, like, allure of being in Florida, what was kind of the main reason you wanted to go there? And is it yes, Coach so, Golden, right? He's the coach there? Yeah, Todd Golden. Uh, so, yeah, he's a new coach, young coach. And I feel like I related with him. Like, he's real cool. He he feels like a, 
like a teammate. Like he works out with us, like everything. Like he's super cool. Um, but like just basketball wise, I feel like you know SEC is kind of everybody's bigger, everybody's taller. So me being my height and the way I play, it, it separates me even more than uh like on the mid major level, because it's it's not a lot of people that play like me in my height at this level. So that's kind of that's a plus, and it's gonna be you know I'm gonna have to guard somebody. So um, and then they run the same offense that we ran at VMI which I thought was a good offense. Like, everybody was involved. I feel like it brought the most out of, like, everybody. Right. Uh, yeah, so I know I'm going to have the ball in my hands. And, yeah, that was pretty much it, though. It's a top five public university, so mm-hmm. good education. So, yeah, everything was just perfect. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, like, it's, you know, I'm sure growing up in the South, the SEC is, is crazy different. Um but that would be, you know, such a big opportunity that I'm, I'm glad you're able to go there and really prosper. So let's go to a couple of different questions here. So what about um, just your favorite place to play in general? And then we'll go to favorite place to play in the SoCon. Ooh, in general. Okay, so favorite. Probably very played. Probably Virginia Tech. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. And Wake Forest. Wake, Wake Forest was cool, too. I yeah. like Wake Forest, yeah. Two, two close games we probably should have won. Yeah. We got some close ones, dude. We got some close ones over the year. It hurts. It hurts to talk about them. Not going to lie. What about uh, favorite place in the SoCon? It will be Watford and Furman. Oh, yeah. 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 You've had some good games there, huh? Yeah, Furman, I didn't get to play there my freshman year. And then last year, it was a good game. Yeah. And Wofford, you know, it's always a good game with them. Yeah, but we got the dub battle. on the road. Yep, yep. Yeah. 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 Um, it's just so crazy, like, playing all these all these SoCon teams. And now it's kind of going to be a different different outlook and go back and play a VMI. So, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. If you're free, if you're free, man, I got some tickets for you to come to the game. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, can't, I literally can't wait for that game. I can't wait. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. The best place in the SoCon is Sanford. You know, I always have my best game against Sanford. <laughs> he does. Trey does. Look, you can put Trey down for about 20 and 10 at Sanford every single time. Just book it. Yeah, he's got – he's texting us before the game, you know, hey, can I get your tickets? Can I get your tickets? Trey's probably got 40 people in attendance. You know he's going for at least twenty and ten. And the last year, the last time goes for thirty. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, yeah, that's that's definitely home for you, huh? Yeah, for sure. Both of my both of my career highs for each season. Freshman year was at Sanford, and then last year was at Sanford too. Crazy. Another yeah. another another close game. You know. Yeah. We, <laughs> man, like I said, we've been in some battles. Um, but you got any uh, anything else? Nah, I mean, shout out to you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'll be talking about, because, you know, we got, like, Colin Castleton in Florida. He's, like, a top 10 uh, center. Yeah. But people ask me all the time, like, a battle between y'all two. And I was like, I don't know. It's just two different games. It's hard, nah, to, you know. hard to say. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say. I'm not going to put you in that spot. But you know. You know. Man, I'll, 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 pay, throw I'll pay to see it, though. <laughs> I will pay to see it. 
Uh, yeah, you guys will have a great year. I'm excited to watch. And, you know, it's kind of crazy just seeing, you know, everybody from VMI in different places this year. And obviously still have a ton of people at VMI. So it's just gonna be cool to kind of check in on a bunch of different teams. So I'm excited and uh, appreciate you for coming on, my man. No problem. Hey, hashtag free honor huff. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. For sure, my guy. But thanks for having me on, man. All right, Rem, appreciate you. That is the Trey Bonham interview, and he, you know, it's just awesome really to catch up with him. Like I said, it's just, you know, a really good guy. Glad to see him prospering and, and really enjoying life down there in Florida. And wish him all, wish him nothing but the best this year. Um, and I think he'll, he'll have a great year and on to big things this year from Trey Bonham. So glad to have him on. Uh, and that, that'll take us right into our catching fire of the week. This week, we got a little different, a little switch up. It's going to be, uh, drum roll, Will Zalatoris catching fire. He, uh, for those of you that don't know, had his first PGA Tour win, uh, breaking a long streak of his, uh, where he beat Sepp Straka at the FedEx St. Jude Championship. And, uh, you know, just cool kind of. You know, been a little hobby of mine, getting into golf a little bit. Picked up some uh, extra tall golf clubs, and uh, you know, it's, it's kind of cool to, to to watch that and see a guy you know that's been working for so long and just you know finally be able to capture that that championship that he's after. Um, which then kind of takes us into the thing I want to close on today. We don't have any questions or no mailbag, nothing like that. Um, just kind of talking about as me and Trey were talking about the kind of the mental aspect of the game. And I uh, just wanted to preach a little bit on this because I feel like I have some things to say. So like I was talking with Trey about, you know, you don't really understand how good you are until you start acting like you're that good. And, and yes, there's a side of being cocky and you don't want to be too cocky and things, of course. But you, you have to, you know, believe in yourself first and foremost, because you got to realize on a team, everybody else believes in you. So believing in yourself. Um, really just allowing that team to come together and really just you know showing people all the hard work that you've put in personally for me has been the biggest thing um you know just believing that whatever you've been working on will pay off um because personally i can speak to it um you know my sophomore and junior uh, more my sophomore year i was working really hard at it but didn't see the results that i wanted um and then, you know, more into my junior year, I kind of was like, hey, I'm actually pretty good at this. I can really do stuff. And then even into my senior year, you know, the, the first, I would say, 10 games of the year, I wasn't doing great. And, um, you know, it wasn't until really conference play where I was like, all right, like, I'm better than this. I can, I can do more and kind of trusted myself to really go out on a limb and, and be that guy. So... Like I said, you really have to believe in yourself first and foremost, and uh, just surround yourself with a with a team uh, that believes in you as well. And I think that's uh, you know been a great thing for me that I've been able to do with uh, with my coaches here uh, now at Chattanooga. You know, they just believe in me so much. Um, so uh, I just wanted to get that off my chest and kind of you know let everybody let everybody know that. So once again, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um, you know, tune in next week. We're going to be dropping these about every Sunday, um, Sunday evening. So tune in then. Uh, if you guys have any questions, any comments, anything like that, please feel free to shoot them to me um, on social media. Tune in next week and peace.